Hey, you're listening to The Treehouse Storyteller. Meet me in the treehouse for God-shaped storytelling. Treehouse Storyteller is where we can come together as messy parents seeking Jesus together and raising kids to love Him too. If you aren't scared of addressing cultural issues head-on and finding a deeper understanding of the biblical worldview to share with your children, then you've come to the right place. I'm not afraid to be transparent and tell all of the juicy details. Our children are being chased by the world, and it is our job to be well-equipped and know not only how to lead our flock, but successfully send our arrows out into the world one day to build the kingdom. So snuggle up by the fire or soak up the sunshine with those earbuds in and meet me in the treehouse for some biblical storytelling. Hey guys. Okay. Today is a really fun episode because I've got my oldest daughter with me. Her name is Elsa and I am just thrilled to have her with us. And we're going to talk about a lot of really awesome things, specifically truth. So you're going to want to hear this and you're probably going to want to draw your kids around to listen as well. So Let's get started. Hey, Else, I want you to tell everybody a little bit about yourself so they can get to know just exactly what kind of kid you are. Okay, thanks, Mom. I'm really excited to be on the show. Um, Well, what type of kid I am. Um, I like dancing. I'm a competitive dancer. I, um, I go around different places in Colorado Um, in front of judges, which is quite a bit of pressure, but God always helps me through it. I love that. I also like singing, which I don't do it professionally or anything, but it is a big hobby of mine. Okay, Elsa, do you want to sing for us today? No. (laughs) Okay. Well, if this was video, maybe I could convince her to dance because she is pretty pretty confident about dancing in, in front of just yeah. about anybody. Um, that's awesome. So she she competitively dances, she sings, she loves her animals, all sorts of things. And Elsa is, you know, an important thing we should know is that you are 10. So you are the big 10 yeah. this year. And that's a pretty exciting thing. Um, and you are going into fifth grade. So this is a very monumentous year, I believe, for you. Um, Let's go ahead. You really wanted to speak about truth today. And I think that is an incredible topic and something that a lot of kids, especially kids your age, are struggling with. So I'll let you go ahead and take over. But what exactly is truth to you? Well, truth to me means something that's trustworthy and you can believe and it has a bunch of backup to it. And it's like totally something that you can like, you don't have any doubts about it, basically. Awesome. Awesome. I love that explanation. Something that is trustworthy. That's not a way I would have thought to put it, but I really like that you brought that up. So if we have truth, if something is truthful, then we can put our trust in it. That's a really awesome thing. Okay. So do you have a scripture um, that you wanted to read today? Oh, yeah. I had 
two, actually. Okay. The first one is Hebrews 4.12. It goes like this. This is the inspired word of God. It is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing as far as the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And again, that's Hebrews 4.12. I love that verse. We say that verse all the time at church. Yeah. That's a really intentional verse. Now, what exactly does that verse mean, Elsa? Can you explain that verse in your own words and tell us why that's such a meaningful verse for you? Yeah, so in this verse, it doesn't exactly say truth in it, but I think that um, God gave us the inspired word of God, the Bible, so that we can learn truth. That's awesome. That's really cool. So, okay, did you have another verse? You said you had two verses. What was your other verse? Um, My next verse is Matthew 4, 1 to 11. It's when Jesus goes into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Mm. And he... um, What happens there? Well, he, he, he's been fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And then the Have devil, you ever fasted for 40 days and 40 nights? No. But the, the devil came to him and said, If you're the son of God, then take this stone and turn it into bread. So, so the devil was basically tempting Jesus. Yeah. And Jesus said, it is written, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God, which I think is really, really true. And after that, then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you're the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms and the, and the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him, and angels came and attended him. Wow, that is a big story. So the devil tempts Jesus, or tries to tempt him, and what does he do? What does he do? Is he tempted by him? No, he says, like, no, I'm not going to listen to you. That's not the right thing to do. And I feel like that's what we need to be doing right now because the devil's trying to tempt us, and we need to say, no, devil, get away from us. We're only going to listen to God right now. Also, that's very wise that you think that way. And I am I'm reminded of a lot of things that are going on in our culture right now. How do you feel like this this particular story in the Bible relates to everything in our culture right now. What would you tell kids your age um, in relationship to the verses that you've just shown us in the word? How would, you know, kids like you today, how should they respond when they're tempted or when something comes their way that might not be true? What advice do you have for them? Well, at a young age, you should definitely So if someone says something that you don't know if it's true or not, you should go to someone that would know it. Like, here's just a quick example. 
one time we so we went to parkour for a period of time and there were these kids that came in and one of them said one of them said I have three phones and I was like really you do and (laughs) that's a lot of phones yeah so but I was friends with her older sister so I asked her older sister does she have three phones and she was like no she doesn't even have one (laughs) (laughs) that's really silly so so basically what you're saying is that there are a lot of moments in our life where we're told something that's not true and we need to be careful of that and it, and not be afraid to question yeah. something and go seek out the truth. Yeah. And you went straight to the source of someone that you knew would provide you the source so or b- provide you the truth. So where do you go, Elsa, typically if something feels not true, where should kids go today to find their truth? To their parents or they can go and pray to God. Either one is like a really good option. That's awesome. Okay, so to their parents or pray to God or maybe go to the Word of God because obviously that's the ultimate truth. Okay, so going back to that first verse that you gave us, what was that first verse that you told us? That was Hebrews 4.12, which was talking about the Bible, the inspired Word of God, which is also our, our sword. And today we need to take out our our Bible or our sword and fight the devil with it and say, no, I have the inspired word of God. Get away from me, Satan. That's not true. I love that, Elsa. That's awesome. Okay, so what are some things that you see happening in today, in today's world, maybe with your peers, with things you've heard on the news or things that mom and dad have told you about that's happening? What are some things that you would tell kids your age that is not true, that's something that they might come across in today's time. Can you think of an example of something that's like, guys, this, you might come across people saying this is true, but it's not true. Well, the movement going on that saying you can decide what you want to be, basically saying like, oh, well, I'm a boy, but I feel like girls are better. Okay. You can't just go automatically and be a girl. It doesn't work like that. Because God created you how you're supposed to be created. So I would tell them that that's probably the number one thing I would say that's, like, really messed people up today. Hmm. Yeah, and that's a really hard thing and a a really serious thing that kids are struggling with right now in our culture. And, you know, just they're being taught at school or by teachers or other places that that is something that they can be doing and um obviously in our news we're seeing a lot of that right now yeah um is there anything else that you could think of uh that you know just more on like an emotional situation like how someone feels about themselves or um you know how they see themselves in a negative way perhaps um instead of how god views them what do you think about things like that well, this is really like an intense topic, but the majority of people that have been committing suicide are teenagers, which mm-hmm. is like really, really sad because they're like young kids, young adults that are committing suicide because they're like, I don't want to be me anymore. I don't want to have to live this life as hard as it is. Mm-hmm. So they're just saying, well, I better be done with it now and killing themselves. So what lie are they believing and what... 
And in contrast, what is the truth to the lie that they're instead believing? Well, the lie they're believing is that God doesn't want them. They're not good enough. And they're just being like, they're just like not good enough for this world. And they're not going to be able to strive in the rest of their life. But the truth they need is that they are good enough and you don't need to earn your way. You just have to believe in him and trust him and put your full life into him. That's awesome. So because God says who he says it is, he is because God's word is the truth, because um, the word is the inspired word of God, uh, living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, we can put our trust in knowing that we are who he says we are, that we are who he created us to be, male and female, that we are, if we are in Jesus, then our identity is further than any identity that's given to us by this earth, but rather we are his, we are a daughter or a son of a living God. We are uh, the daughter of a king. We are um, made in his image. We are beautiful. We are made perfect. Our spirit is made perfect when we accept Christ. Mm -hmm. And our body is still not perfect yet until we go to heaven with him one day. But our spirit is perfect when we we choose him as our savior. So Elsa, I want to thank you so, so much for sharing this time on my podcast today. Yeah, of course. I love having you here, and I know you'll be my guest many times because you live in my house. (laughs) Is there any further uh, closing statements that you would like to say on our way out? Well, I just want to make sure everyone um, fully knows the truth before they start, like, going on believing something if it's not true. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. It was really, really nice being on the show. Awesome. Thanks, Elsa. Wait, before you go, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And follow us on Facebook or Instagram at The Treehouse Storyteller so we can stay connected. Head on over to thetreehousestoryteller.com for more products, artwork, photography, and encouragement. See you next time.